Captain's Log, Episode 11, Belgian Blonde Ambition. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 3511 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now featuring, for a limited time, the full range of the 2020 Goose Island Bourbon County brand stouts. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brownstout. Coming up on today's show, meet another guest beer vendor, Belgian Blonde, enjoy our epic seven-poor show, and learn all about, among other things, the need for a bird-friendly coffee stout. Also, the first edition of Curtain Up Beer, to benefit the Actors Fund and other arts organizations, is now available at Gun Hill Brewing, and in select locations all over New York City. If your home location has not been selected, please pester them mercilessly until that changes. It's for a very good cause. While discussing the Curtain Up project on the episode you're about to hear, I spoke of Gun Hill's Hamilton-themed beer, which I identified as Spirit of 76. While Gun Hill made a memorable lager called Spirit 76, their Hamilton-themed beer was Rise Up Rye. I'm not sure how that error made it into my room where it happens, but it happened nonetheless. I regret the error and have a feeling a sizable delivery from Gun Hill is in my future. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 11, Belgian Blonde Ambition. Oh, with a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And I am coming to you from an undisclosed location on Central Park West and 90. I've said too much. I am Hophead Huck, a.k.a. Pale Male. And coming to you from an undisclosed acronym in the Borough of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in Riverdale, it is I, the Belgian Blonde. Hello. Whoa. And we are the, the Beer Avengers. <laughs> That's right. We're the Beer Avengers, everyone. So wonderful to have you all here on the Beer Cast. Uh, and I'm sure you've noticed, because you're all very good at paying attention, we have another wonderful guest beer vendor with us tonight. Please welcome the Belgian Blonde. Woo! Thank you. Happy to be here. We've got another exciting show for you, everyone. A bunch of exciting new pours. Uh, you'll get to learn all about the Belgian Blonde and maybe a few other exciting things. I also want to thank our sponsor, uh, Story of Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Uh, we do not have a sponsored pour today, but they've got a lot of great things going on. Uh, I was just there earlier today, and they have a wonderful new cheese mm. uh, with Wensleydale and cranberries. Oh, yeah. Cheese. That sounds delicious. Wensleydale always makes me think of Wallace and Gromit, which reminds, me I, which reminds me I need to watch that uh, that documentary about Ardman Animation on Netflix. Heard it's good. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I'm going to watch uh, that, too. That does yes. sound fun. Uh, but we can talk more about fire. that later. Oh, we going to talk about that. Yeah, no, we can't talk about it. We should, but but none of us is. We're all holding empty glasses I right know. now. So, so I think we need to remedy that that right away. So everyone, let's get to the pores. Oh, thank goodness. 
Uh, Beer Wonder, yes. uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Who do you think should go first? Well, you know, I put a lot of thought into this one, Captain, and I just feel like it would be rude if we did not invite the Belgian blonde to go first. Yeah, we, 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 would, we, we would have the worst etiquette in the world. If we I know. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Belgian blonde, what do you have there? Uh, thank you very much to open it here. Um, this is actually a beer I've never tried before. This is a Lexington Brewing. Um, from Kentucky. It's a coffee barrel stout. Ooh. Coffee stout that was brewed in bourbon barrels. Oh. Nice. I like bourbon, so I think I'm going to like it. This is the captain's thing. Now bring it up a little bit higher because I want to see that pour. That, I like uh, bourbon. I like coffee. I like stout, so it's all perfect. Okay, oh, now. That's, oh, that is a beautiful pour. That is just perfect. It also has almost no head on it, which I'm noticing, and so dark. It's just the tiniest little foam at the top. Oh my goodness! I that indicates to me it's probably pretty boozy. Does it, does it say what the ABV is on that uh, Belgian blonde? Yes, I believe this one is eight percent. Ooh, nice. Ooh, bless it! <laughs> All right, um, Hophead Hawk, do you want to take us to our next oh, one? Okay. Well, Why you not? know, what? I actually I, I've been meaning to have this beer. This is the uh, double dry hopped Fort Point uh, Fort Point. Pale Ale mm. from Trillium Brewing in Boston. Oh, yummy. I think I've had it before, but I've never, I don't think I've had it a full can on my own. I've had it like sharing it with people. I'm going to give it a little roll first uh, to get the, okay. uh, you know, I don't want any of the sediment in there. Yep. Very important. This is, this is technique. This technique. is good technique. I, I should have uh, shown the roll, but uh, let's crack her open. Yeah. Okay. Oh, see, that's a good crack there. This is going to be a fun beer. Now, this should be a nice, hazy. Oh, and when you say hazy, you're not like that is basically orange juice right there. That is what I expect from Trillium, like that amount of haze, a decent amount of head on the top of it. It's this beautiful, like orangey straw color to it. I mean, that that I would I would drink that for breakfast, lunch and dinner. It smells great. Yeah, this is this is this is their flagship. So hopefully this is going to be Kella. Well, I think it's only polite that Beer Wonder should go next. Well, thank you very much. Well, I'm I'm supporting a brewery that I uh, that I love. That's within walking distance of my super undisclosed location tonight. Um, this is from my friends at Circa Brewing Company. I've got the Blue Baloo Berliner, uh-huh. which is a fun one, and uh, I'm excited to hear your reactions. There we go. As I pour this bad boy, so here we go. Oh, yeah. Let me just adjust that. Slowly. Another unique one, huh? Yep. Wow. Now that, that, what, what exactly, uh, I'm not yeah, sure I'm if I'm a, seeing the, the color it is here on, on, uh, getting a nice yeah. cranberry color there. Yeah, That's exactly what you're looking for. Yep. It is got, it is, should be sort of a bluish purplish color because, um, it's got a lovely blueberry finish to it. So definitely not on our SRM chart, but a nice fruited beer. Also a decent amount of head on it, good carbonation. And it's got that Berliner by sweet and funk. I cannot wait to dive into this one. Excellent. Excellent. Looks like a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, we were, uh, it's funny the earlier, uh, earlier this week, I, uh, you know, we, this is episode 11. So, uh, I just happened to be listening to our first episode ever. We were so young back then. Oh. Um, and, uh, and what I, what I thought was one of the funny things about that one is that uh, beer wonder announced that we never tell each other, uh, what our pores are going to be. That's, that's actually, pr- he thought it was true when he said it, but it's, I did. It's, we, we, we don't tell each other everything, but sometimes we have to just to make sure we don't have uh, the same ones, especially when we're all drinking the same style. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so therefore I did know that Belgian Blonde was bringing a coffee stout. 
tonight. And so I was thinking about, oh, I don't have any coffee stouts. And just a couple hours before recording, I found myself at Astoria Beer and Cheese, and I noticed that they had a coffee stout on draft. Oh, oh hello. Okay. That's exciting. So, this nice. is very exciting because this is the Long Island City Beer Project, LIC. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is their, let me make sure I have the name right. Uh, this is their, wait a minute, I thought I had this. Oh, this is, here it is. It's the Daily Grind Coffee Stout. Oh. It, it's uh, sort of the the other end of, of what Belgian Blonde has. It is uh it's it's a five percenter. Uh oh. it's uh it's a it's a light uh light light let me show you. here's here's the wonderful growler I got from them. Oh wow, beautiful. Um, nice. This is uh that's not actually the color of it, that's the color of the growler. Right, exactly. Uh, but also it's just it's just a lovely it way to thank and a, way, a lovely way to thank our sponsor at Sorry Beer and Cheese. It certainly is. Um <laughs> and what's exciting about this one is the other thing I noticed uh listening to that first episode was uh my very first pour on this show was from LIC Beer Project. That's right. Oh, yeah. So sort of we're bringing that full circle. Mm-hmm. And in addition, this is a first on the Beer Ventures podcast. Ooh. This is the first time, I think, any of us has ever brought a draft beer. True. I was going to say, yeah. I've I've done a crowler, but not a draft beer. Yeah, that's for so sure. I don't think the sound is going to pick this up, but I'm unscrewed. Oh, you can hear a little bit. Yeah, I think the, crow- the crowler counts, but... Uh... No, no, well, right. but... Oh, here we go. And here's the pour coming out. Oh, look at that. Now, with a coffee stout, you want it to be just like pitch dark. And this one is doing exactly what we need. Tiniest little carbonation on the top. Little micro bubbles up there. You cannot see through this. Oh, I, I want to I dive into it. Yeah, those right. are well, very, very good. I love a good cor- coffee porter or coffee stout. Yeah. Cheers, indeed. Cheers. Cheers. Now, what I found kind of interesting about this, uh, because LIC is notoriously, uh, I didn't realize so notoriously is wrong, notorious to me, Uh, Mm. notoriously bad about, you know, some some, uh, breweries on their websites, they'll they'll keep the archives of every beer they've ever had. LIC is not that way. So I struggled to find a a long, like a serious description of this beer. So I don't even know where the coffee beans come from, Mm -hmm. but uh, I just know there are tons of them. Yeah, they're not great at doing the gram either. They're not. They're not real uh, yeah. great Instagrammer. What's funny, what's funny about this one is because I tried to you know Google it and see if there was something on their website, see if there was something where someone was expounding about it, and all I could find was basically a three sentence description of it, <laughs> saying that it was it was an easy drinking, um, uh, medium bodied stout, uh, and that it had uh, tons of coffee beans, <laughs> and and that it also. Uh, what is it? Uh, also, that it tastes a little like a cold brew coffee. No, oh, nice. Which I haven't is that accurate? had. I haven't. Ha- I think so, but I haven't really had cold brew coffee, so I'm not the best person to guess on it. But uh, if it does, I, I would probably enjoy cold brew coffee. Well, I have. I of course looked up where my coffee beans came from for this beer, and they're from Haiti. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. They don't. Uh, I don't think that they've canned this, so this could be. This is uh, oh. in the age of. Uh, of a uh, uh, lack of going to bars. This is a rarity. Uh, you can get a nice draft beer on the podcast. Uh, one that hasn't been put in a can yet. So that's really nice. Delightful. How does it yeah. taste? You, you dig it? Yeah. We, oh, it, it, it's very good. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it is, it's, it's light bodied. I, uh, the, I, I, I spoke on one of our earlier podcasts about a few bike trips. I took to some of our local breweries because mm-hmm. much like yours, beer wonder, mm-hmm. this one is, uh, I could walk there, but I biked there. Sure. Um, and uh, when I started having few, you know, 
uh, tentative trips out, mostly solitary, uh, sitting at a table by myself uh, <laughs> outside, drinking some beers. Um, and I, I took a, a trip out to, to Long Island uh, City Beer Project. In fact, that's the one, Lunacy, which was my first beer I had on here, mm. was from that trip. Mm. But while I was there, they had this one on draft. So I had, so I have had this before. Oh, you tasted uh, it, yeah. It's very tasty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. And how's that Kentucky uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, bourbon coffee stout uh, hanging in? It's delicious. I feel like it's the perfect winter beer. Mm. It's caramel vanilla hint to it, but I can also taste just the slightest bit of bourbon, which I love. Um, A little boozy. Yeah. I mean, this time of year, we're making bourbon balls and all those cookies with the bourbon in them and things like that. So I think it would pair really nicely with something like that. Yeah. I I haven't heard about, I I guess I've heard a little bit about this, but I mean, I would imagine bourbon barrels are really at a premium because there's so much bourbon uh, barrel aging going on with stouts and porters. And it's just, uh, is there enough bourbon in the world to keep up with our bourbon stouts? Well, I imagine during COVID, people are going through quite a bit of bourbon anyway. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe there are more barrels. <laughs> yes, drinking yes, has definitely gone whether up. It's, whether it's, uh, <laughs> yes, whatever kind of spirits, there's a lot of spirited activity going on. Yeah, I, I guess I underestimate uh, people's uh, bourbon drinking uh, proclivities. I'm so innocent. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm curious, uh, Belgian Blonde, were you able to find that one locally or was that from a trip somewhere? So I actually got this at a BevMax in Stamford, Connecticut. I was out there this past weekend uh, visiting a close friend, mm-hmm. and they have a huge craft beer selection. So oh, great. Not, not city locally, but pretty close, and, and it was in the craft, their craft beer section. Yeah, because I understand that brewery has a lot of really good beers. Um, I don't see a lot of them in New York. Mm. Uh, there, there was one that was uh, called, first time I saw it, it was like the Bourbon Barrel Ale. Um, which some places have had on draft and it just, uh, it was fine, but it was, but I, it, I, I just had this, like, I bet this, I bet this, this, this brewery has better things. This is just, <laughs> this is the only thing that can make it up here. Yeah. I've seen that as well, but I, yeah, I don't see it too often. And I don't have a lot of familiarity with that brewery particularly. Yeah. yeah I should have asked them uh, more about it. Cause I'd never even heard of that brewery before. Um, but yeah, it's delicious. So. I'll definitely be buying it again. Now, uh, I'm, I'm curious to hear a little more about that uh, beer from Trillium. Yes. Yeah, well, I tell you, it, it is beautiful in the glass. Really, really nice. And it's really super smooth and creamy and then has a nice old-fashioned uh, bitter finish on it. You know, uh, I don't. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's like West Coast, but it's it's definitely New England style. I mean, this is kind of the oh the, yeah the, the flagship look of a New England style beer. And it's from Boston, but the the finish has a nice bitterness to it. I like that. Mm. I like that. It's really uh, unadorned, you know, uh, uh, really uh, pure New England IPA, although it's New England Pale Ale, excuse me. Yeah, it's really sweet. Really very good. Excellent. Real tropical notes on the tongue. Uh, I'm not sure which hops they use for this. Should have looked at that before I started. But they uh, they have a definite tropical feel to them, and then it has that nice bitter finish. So it's kind of a perfect pale ale, really. Cool. Our modern standards. Me, 
And Beer Wonder, tell me again. I know you said that it was it's a, what, what Brooklyn Brewery is that from? Uh, this is from Circa Brewing Company, which uh, okay. doesn't do a, a ton of distribution. You either you don't really find them in many stores. Um, uh, I am friendly. Yeah, I'm friendly with their. Um, so they were sort of like a restaurant uh, brewery combo, uh, and they just make really really great beers. Um, I'm friendly with their their head brewer Drew um, and Blue Baloo Berliner. Um, is named for his dog. Um, Baloo, so I kind of thought it was adorable. Also, I think Drew makes really fun Berliners and and sort of sour beers. Um, he's also a very creative sort of like I will try almost anything brewer. Yeah. Like he does really cool things. I remember, um, and he's also kind of a nerd. He left his job as a lawyer to become a brewer, uh, and so he's been obsessed with outer space stuff for years. And so one of my favorite beers he ever did at Circa was called Buzz's Buzzed IPA, and it was an IPA that was made with tang to celebrate the uh, the anniversary of the moon landing. So like. Oh, it, was, great. it was real. I know Belgian blonde. I saw that face, but it was actually really <laughs> good. It was a really good beer. I was surprised at how, how, how excellent it was. He also then I guess like had to track down like industrial tang. I mean, who knows? But anyway, um, I love Circa. Um, they also make ridiculously good pizza as well. And their beer is really nice. Uh, and so I was going for a walk in my neighborhood and it had been a while since I swung by. Uh, and I saw that they've been doing a lot more canning recently. Um, and I wanted to point out one thing that I learned from Circa. Early on, we talked about the SRM or the standard reference method coloration on our beer. Um, they are actually one of the few breweries that puts it on their can. So, uh -huh. so maybe we can... We can maybe throw this up on the blog, but they have a little. Yeah, sure. Let me. Uh, they have a. That. Yep. They, in addition to Perfect. all the other stats, like they've got the s the uh, they've got the IBUs, the uh, ABV, of course, and the gravity on here. They also put a little SRM chart on there, and I always think it's risky when you yeah. say, you know, oh, my <laughs> beer's a three, especially when your beer has blueberries in it. It actually turns out kind of looking, uh, kind <laughs> okay, of looking so purple. I you know, it's always funny when I edit these things, I realize how little I actually listen. And I, I so you, you, you mentioned before they were blueberries. Yes. Yes. They're blueberries. I, 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 I totally, I was so, I was so fascinated with the color and I'm thinking, well, why is the word blue? Because it's blueberries. It's blueberries. Um, well, and I should also clarify that SRM is technically the color of the wart, not the color of the finished beer. So, so, uh, he, is, so he is not wrong to say that it could be a three. Um, but I always joke, like, I'm like, oh, you know, your batches might be different. But anyway, Drew's a great guy. I love Circa. They're a small business. Um, they're, they're really kind of one location in downtown, my borough of Kings um, location. So go check them out, get some pizza, have a beer. And they're, they're making really cool, fun, interesting stuff. Nice. Now you, you you mentioned uh, the uh, uh, the wart. What is a what is what is a wart? What is a wart? That's what what a good question. Hophead Huck, aka Pale Male. So <laughs> wart is basically the sugary water that is flavored um, that uh, that we eventually turn into beer. So once you ah. have extracted, uh, you've taken um, you've put hot water in with your grain and you've extracted the sugar out of the grain, and then we start to mix it with other flavoring agents like our hops or maybe coffee. Who knows what you're putting in at this point, right? Um, that is wort. It's like sugary flavored sugar water that has not yet met yeast friends. And then the yeast friends show up and they make it fizzy and alcoholic. And then we all get to drink some. I gotcha. <laughs> mm -hmm. now, as, I wonder if anybody's tried to try to uh, make that a, a beverage to drink uh, like, like the wort. What an, uh, what? Just full on wort. Just wort. Like instead That's... of a non-alcoholic beer, it's like, no, we're just going to give you the wort. 
That sounds gross. Yes, it does. <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Out there in the listening world, if you've heard of this, please let us know. Cause... Oh, yeah, absolutely. We want to hear I'm, about it. I tell you what, as, as the craft beer revolution continues, someone's going to try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to be like, pure wart. <laughs> well, no alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, I mean, there, we do, it is interesting because I feel like we are seeing more non-alcoholic beers starting yep. to show up, which yep. is really interesting. Thank and people, you. people who are doing a really good job of making actually interesting tasting non-alcoholic beers. Uh, I mean, even our buddies at Brooklyn Breweries have a, a non-alcoholic beer that I had an opportunity to taste this week, and it actually tastes pretty good. I was impressed. Yeah. I remember the the uh, special effect um it actually tastes pretty good i was really impressed by it um you know uh because i think i i I, my memories of early non-alcoholic beers were not always that impressive oh yeah terrible terrible i don't know that i've ever had one oh well you saved yourself (laughs) from something captain it used to be just like odul's and that was it right that was your choice at the restaurant that is absolutely right yeah there was another one odul's and uh there was a I know Bex makes used to make one. It was just Bex non-alcoholic, and yeah, they were like, "Oh, why am I drinking this?" I, I will. I'll, I, I have not had non-alcoholic beer, and I don't drink decaf coffee. I, uh, I full strength, Captain. Is, full strength. Well, it's 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 nothing against it. My feeling is always that if I had it, I it it rather than enjoy it, I'd just be wishing I had the real thing. Yeah. Well, That's I fair. recently moved to decaf, as you know. Mm. Uh. Did I mention that before? Yeah. I, I did you? Yeah, decaf stan. Like I, said, I don't always listen. So that's I'm not my sure. decaf my stan. It's his, it's his next man. name. Decaf oh, stan. No, oh, that's right. okay. I didn't realize that that was that was why you named. Yeah. That. Not only it was a reference to a play we used to do, but uh, yeah, I I I've moved to decaf, and it has really changed my life. And I I won't get into the details. And birds and beans has a decaf, right? Do they? Because I I I, I get no. it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of coffee, it does sound like it's a great time to hear about someone <laughs> who has a delicious coffee beer and also maybe a passion for coffee. Well, yes, I and I guess uh, I was going to ask I was going to ask her something specific, but I actually that will probably come out in her story. Yeah, uh, some kind of a story. What's what, what's what kind of or kind we of could story? talk about the coffee before? Or are we going to go for it? Is this happening? This is happening. I, I, I think I, it's I, happening. I think, Hawk, uh, I think, I think we think, need your help I here. Think Wonder is thinking that 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 maybe our guest is thinking, are they ever going to get to me? No, no, I, uh, I'm always happy to talk about coffee, but it was a great uh, segue. I I think they do have a a decaf coffee. All right. So therefore I think it's time for another origin story. (laughs) That's right. It's time time for our guest Belgian blonde to tell her origin story, how she came to be the beer venture that she is today. Uh, Absolutely. Um, well, my, my origin of, of drinking beer, the coffee part came later, but, um, I didn't drink a, t- a ton of beer. I was, I was, it raised, the reason I'm Belgian blonde is because I'm part Belgian, very much raised in the European culture. So it was very, it was okay to have, you know, 12 years old, like, oh, I'll have some wine with dinner. And, you know, my grandfather loves Stella and all those Belgian beers, things like that. But I don't think I ever appreciated beer until I went and did my undergrad in, in Colorado in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. All of a sudden you have New Belgium, which wasn't even heard of on the East Coast at that point. Mm -hmm. I'm going to parties and there's kegs of fat tire and I'm trying sunshine wheat and all these different beers. And it just completely opened my eyes. I'm like, this stuff is really, really good. Um, And I was a biology major. So my professors in college 
at one point I remember they're like, let's open a brewery. And, and which kind of was like, really, these nerdy science professors are going to open a brewery? What? But they were all chemists. And so it made complete total sense for yeah. them, to be the ones that opened oh, the brewery. So that's kind of became our hub. Um, and so not only were we getting these amazing beers from around the state, um, we were also, you know, hanging out at the, this brewery where, where our professors were making our own beer. And it was great. I loved wow. it. Mm, that's, <laughs> yeah, you, really, you, do, you do need scientists to, to brew beer for sure. Yeah, it really, yeah. I mean, you're basically, you're hurting yeast. Like, it's basically livestock, except they're tiny. Um, so, which it seems like the biology part would, would fit in with that Belgian blonde, because, you know, it is little tiny little, tiny little organisms that make this magic stuff. Oh, absolutely. And and so you had them, you know, we, we would be doing these really specific experiments in the lab at school, and then they'd have this giant playground to, to brew beer with, and <laughs> you could just tell they were having so much fun with it. It's always nice when your uh, extracurricular activity is always also work-related. Work <laughs> oh, yes. I was just trying the beer for experimental purposes. Absolutely. Science. <laughs> Hashtag science. science. I also think it's funny Absolutely. that New Belgium keeps coming up as a way that people are getting introduced to craft beer. Because, you know, it, it, it really seems to be a driver in the way that, that people are moving away from this sort of mass-produced stuff into discovering something a little bit more interesting and a little bit more exciting, which is really cool. Yeah. And when you're first starting to taste beer too, I mean, especially sunshine wheat, that was my favorite beer in mm -hmm. college because I could tell there was something really special about it and more to it, but it wasn't like trying a double IPA for, after never drinking beer before, you know, right. it, was, yeah. it was a great way for me to really start appreciating beer. I think. Is that a new Belgium beer, the sunshine wheat? It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I sell it around here either, but, uh, we drank it a lot in, in college. Oh, okay. What were some of your other uh, favorite breweries there that we may or may not have heard of? Um, I'm not sure there, you know, there's a lot of small mountain towns with private breweries. Yeah. Um, it's now been almost 20 years since I lived yeah. there. <laughs> so, so some of them might not even be around anymore. Some of them might not be around. Uh, I, I, I think it's amazing though, that, that there was that much activity. They, they were way ahead of the curve. It was happening 20 years ago because we've talked on other podcasts about how <laughs> a lot of us didn't really make a serious craft beer journey until starting about maybe 10 years ago at the most. Yeah. And I think that, uh, uh, Colorado and California were really at the forefront of, yeah. of craft beer for sure. Yeah. I think back then, you know, I, when I would come home, I would go look for, for new Belgian brewing and it wasn't here. So I think they were kind of a small beer and maybe that's why they're the one that's still around is because they've grown so much. Which is oh, yeah. Are they still independent or are they a subsidiary of any, anyone else? That I'm not sure. I think they are still independent. I, 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 they are. I'll admit I said that more for Huck because he keeps scoring that a lot. I more do. Than any really do. <laughs> <laughs> They're still independent. So is well, Yingling. So is Yingling. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I don't drink Yingling anymore. Um, but anyway. The, well, as far as the coffee, uh, that came oh, yeah. when yes. I was my my graduate and the reason I brought a coffee store tonight um, was when I was doing my graduate degree I studied something called bird friendly coffee which hmm. um, I've always focused on conservation biology and um, the conservation of birds in particular and you can actually buy coffee that's certified as bird friendly which means that they don't cut down the rainforest uh, to hmm. grow the coffee um, a lot of people have heard of shade grown coffee which is kind of the umbrella that yeah. over over, over yeah. bird of bird friendly coffee, but there was no strict criteria, and so the Smithsonian now sends scientists down and says if there's enough levels of rainforest, 
then that's the certifiable bird-friendly coffee farm. So if you really want to be sustainable, bird-friendly coffee is the way to go. And so hopefully they'll start using it for stouts like this because it's delicious. <laughs> oh, that's great. I have That's, that's so something cool. that I have not seen in beer is bird-friendly coffee stout. That's a great idea. And right, especially so many... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say so many brewers are so, can, sustainability is so important to them. Yeah, like, yeah. I think they'd really get behind the idea. It, it has been a recurring theme here, uh, looking at socially responsible breweries mm-hmm. and socially irresponsible breweries. Yes. And, 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 where, and, and trying to highlight that whenever it comes up. Um, and in fact, you inspired me a little bit when, when you said you were going to be talking about this. I looked, I, 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 I tried to find a bird-friendly coffee stout and came up with nothing. No, I don't think it's uh, happened yet. Yeah, I can't imagine. So I don't. I, so, uh, like, you don't know if your Haitian uh, coffee there is uh, is bird friendly. I don't even know where these coffee beans come from in this one, but I look forward to knowing that in the future. Well, the uh, the 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 company that that uh, we know makes it. It's, it's called Birds and Bees Coffee. Birds and Beans is it's Birds and Beans. Excuse beans. me. Birds and beans. Yeah. More clever than Birds and Bees. Yeah, <laughs> you think, think so? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you beans are a whole other different issue. <laughs> Brews and beans you can buy online, but now I heard there's Ethan, there's a Wegmans now in in Brooklyn, right? There is within walking distance of my undisclosed location. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, they and, sell it, and, and they do and sell it. Yep. Whole Foods slash Amazon. I think you can get the early bird blend too. So it's coming, and the more people want it, the you know the, the more yeah. popular it'll. That's it'll right. Be. That's right. I, I yeah. think I have seen. We we did get a bird friendly coffee at uh at whole foods recently didn't we cider girl she's not answering cider girl is here by the way all right in the room should i ever come on she's not an official guest but she's nearby yes. she's nearby <laughs> consult her but yeah but no. the uh the uh that's a really uh, uh there, i know that kcbc our friends over at kcbc they're very much into uh uh, uh, birds uh, and and bird yeah. conservation. So that would be a great place to. Uh, they should do something like that, a bird friendly. And I think they would be very. Well, open they they do um, yeah. they they do a, a fundraising because one of their their folks is uh, birders. They do you know they they do do a beer that they use as fundraising for the NYC Audubon every year. I've actually been to some talks in their back room that yes. have been really fun, uh, which is great. So yeah. KCBC, if you're listening, if you want to get hooked up, check in with Cider Girl, or excuse me, uh, Belgian Blonde. Uh, I'm sure she will get you all set with our birds and beans friends. Yeah, what absolutely. Their beer and was called First Flight or something, mm-hmm. the, the, the bird one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, BB. No, anybody that wants to, uh, so, like, a, like a big brewing that's already established like that, um, the Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center has a bird-friendly coffee website, and they'll tell you the, the uh, people in the city, no matter where in the country you are, who's giving like where you can get roasted bird friendly beans and where you can get the coffee and things. So um, even, even at the big distribution level, it's, it's accessible now. Excellent. Yeah. And like you said, it's about, uh, uh, demand. If people want to have it, it -hmm. will get done because consumer is King. It's true. That that want to get more, uh, environmentally friendly, uh, goods, the more there's going to be. Yeah. Certainly. Very true. So now, uh, no, no, I, I, you have more to say on that. No, I wasn't no, trying no. to. Okay, enough of that. No, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> that's uh, what I was saying. No, I was, I was just going to ask. So, uh, so Belgian Blonde, when did you come to New York? Oh yes, important. 
Um, I actually grew up in the suburbs of New York. Uh, my dad commuted to the city um, and I lived here all my life until I, w- I went to college uh, in Colorado. Okay. Um, and then I moved back from Colorado. Well, I was on the five-year plan as, yeah. <laughs> um, so I moved back then. Um, and- Some of us were on the two-year plan, <laughs> meaning we never finished. Or one, or one. <laughs> A one for you. Oh, very over over in your underachieving there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, my professor I, I had to have a talk. Idea. My professor had to have a talk with my mother and said, if she takes every Tuesday Thursday off to go skiing for the rest of her college career, she's never going to graduate. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Otherwise, yeah. why, otherwise, why are you going to college in Colorado? Exactly. I mean, right? yes, beer and skiing—that's what—that's what we do in Colorado, right? Yeah. Well, and and oh and, and, and science. And yeah. science. Well, there's. There's no better place to get beer at the ski resorts. Appreciate good beer. Yeah. I mean, they they're always pouring some great stuff in Vermont and uh, Colorado and all those places. So. Oh yeah, and you have a you have a Vermont connection as well, right? Uh, historically, I do, and and actually, my next pour um, is from Hill Farmstead. But uh, my grandmother used to live in Hanover, New Hampshire. Um, mm. But her she she lived to be ninety seven. She out uh, outlived three husbands. Um, and, nice. and the third had an incredible house um, on Caspian Lake in Greensboro, which is not far from Hill Farmstead. So oh, really excited to go back there this summer and, and go to the brewery. So drive through, drive through, pick up only. But. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, we had a nice so beer ventures meeting over the summer with a bunch of the Hill Farmstead uh, uh, farmhouse beers, which were just delightful. Oh, they are so good. That is very true. They're awesome. Yeah, and I'm the a sour episodes. person. Yeah. Yeah. And I I love sours and they're, you know, mm-hmm. the limoncello, which I'm about to pour is totally falls into that category. It's delicious. Preview. Yeah. Wow. So I, I, I am curious. Do you remember when you started hanging out with the, with the beer vengers, when you became a beer venger? Um, that was probably, I think I remember. Yeah. I, I the beer vengers as an official group of, beer tasting i think that was um i don't know five years ago we started working together in 2013 and and started hanging out and drinking beer yeah an official beer tasting group i'm not as certain on that well okay i remember a night some of our early calls but yeah go ahead i remember a night that we were at uh the on tap bar at the uh the Whole Foods at Columbus Circle. Oh, Don't yes. look for it. It's not there anymore. <laughs> not it's there gone. Anymore. Yeah, it's now delivery for our friends. Oh. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, folks, folks, if you don't know, that was our place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they the had great beers on tap, and they had a oh, happy yeah. hour that was so oh. great. But That's... the staff and the management—they had no idea what they had there. Yeah, so they were selling like you could get a delirium tremens on happy hour for like four bucks like a yeah, ounce pour and it was just like what you know so we I were think going I, there a lot i think i had Didn't... my first bourbon county stout there and we did I... trivia with the Bel- yeah we won and we won, we won trivia yeah yes that yeah, I that, was, like that was the night that and, and, and our official team name was the beer Avengers, so right. that would definitely be called uh oh was it yeah it was uh, that's right okay. because it was uh it was it was beer wonder was not there i was not there no i've heard i've heard tell of this and the Belgian babe was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was, we were, we were, we put all our, our beer, that was, put all our superpowers together and won the night in trivia. Talk about origin stories. 
full circle. And, yeah, and to, come, yeah, to come even a little <laughs> more full circle, one of the last things when we were all allowed to go out and hang out and spend time together oh. was at where Hophead Huck worked, the mm-hmm. Arts and Crafts Bar. Yeah, and we didn't crafts, win. Oh, yeah. Beer parlor. Did we get like second or third place? I can't remember. We came very close to winning. We that. received a book. Yeah. yeah. I recall. And that was a prize because third we played. Place? That was my fault we lost. I'm sorry, guys. It was not your fault. No. I answered no. any questions that night. They didn't have a science category. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. That, well, we had the one thing where is it DNA? Is it RNA? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And that's actually another first for us. Uh, Belgian Blonde is our first guest who isn't in the entertainment industry. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I do... I do talk to a lot of people in my job, and and uh, but I am not in the entertainment industry. <laughs> yes, I think the first time I saw you was on stage, but it was as a scientist. It's true. It's true. It was a presentation of some sort at the at the uh, Crane Theater. I think it was about bird friendly coffee. It was about bird friendly coffee. Yeah. <laughs> See, it, it all comes back together, and it all connects. <laughs> Just weaving a tale of birds and coffee and joy, and beer. <laughs> And Absolutely. Beer. Yeah. Absolutely. So are we talking about, are we talking about it? Are we looking at a two poor night here? I think we well might be. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even though, even though I'm not going to drink this whole growler, I'm, I may want to switch to another one as well. Oh, well, I, you have a double beer there. So but it sounds like you're ready to add a second beer. Well, here we we need to again. We need to be kind to our guests, and I know our All guest right. is is ready to go. And also, let's just acknowledge <laughs> that that Thanks that. Thank you, wonder. Thank you. Uh, it, it, <laughs> don't disclose my secret identity, <laughs> Susan or Jennifer or Timothy, whoever you may be. <laughs> yes, um, but uh, but I want to just preface this one by saying that like Hill Farmstead is kind of a like they're kind of a big deal brewery. Like they they were named one they of the are. best in the world, and so yeah, they're the Ron Burgundy of breweries. Exactly. So it's kind of fun kind of that a we big deal. yeah that we get to highlight a little bit of their goodness, you know, on this yeah. on this podcast. Absolutely, and I've been so excited. It's been having these in my fridge has been torture. I just want to open it. <laughs> See you and and and, and it, important meetings like you know the beer vendors you know meetings. It's a good time to open important beers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I have to be with people that appreciate them. Exactly. So are, right. are we are we going to do a second pour? Do it. I'm going to. Are you ready, or is it? Or is your glass? Mm-hmm. Are you still working on the other one? Or may, we can let go. Go first if you're. If you're. No, I'm, the, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, ready. Very good. Here we go. Yeah. Belgian, Belgian blonde it is. Okay. Second pour. Very exciting. Now remind us, this is the 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 Hill Farmstead Lemon Cello. This is Lemon Cello. Um, I believe they created this for their anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's their 10th anniversary. Uh, it's a sour mash double IPA. Um, and yeah, it's delicious. Delightful. All right. All right, let's see this pour. Oh, I can already see it's foaming out of the bottle. It's beautiful. I'm very excited about this. Bring it up a little bit higher so we can see that pour. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Now, when you say like blonde, this has got that gold straw color. Nice carbonation. Good bubbles on the top there. Really oh. be- beautiful gold color that I just like. I'm And it can't, it can't see through it. Can't see through it. Can't see through it all. That's pretty. That is gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I've been excited to do this one uh this is the this is from shilling brewing it's called the land beer dunkel and uh it was a cool story because i was able to uh 
I saw on the Instagram that they were making this. Now these guys are way up north in New Hampshire. They're they're actually mm-hmm. fairly close to uh, Burlington, Vermont, Littleton, New Hampshire, oh, wow. and they are they are just a top notch logger house. Like they are making great American loggers. You know, right up there with anyone that's making loggers. They're really fantastic. And so I said on their Instagram, I said, "Will any of these come to New York, please?" <laughs> and this, uh, Serene Craft Brewing, uh, uh, shout out to Serene, their uh, craft distribution. They were like, okay. we'll see, we'll put them in a couple of special bottle shops. And they did, uh, they put it at Good Beer down in the East Village. Uh, oh, I love that place. Great mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And my driver, she took me down and was able to uh, to get me down there for a beautiful uh, dunkle. And I got a couple other beers. Well, it's a lovely here. dark brown. Oh my gosh. See, look at that. This is so a, perfect. The real captain style beer, yeah. It's oh yeah. Got that nice dark color. I can't. I can't see through it. It has a bit of transparency, but uh, more, uh, more of a, of a translucence than transparency. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna save Smoky the rest of the growl for later goodness. in favor of this. This is one that I have that I've been, I've been wanting to put on here for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did buy it at Astoria Beer and Cheese, although they don't have it anymore, partly because of me, because every time I was in there, I was grabbing a couple more of them. Uh, do you guys know Stillwater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. for sure. Stillwater, it's interesting. They're, they're a contract brewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this one was maybe brewed in Maryland. It's Because every one of them seems to say it's a collaboration of some sort. Right. Uh, this was a collaboration with Casita Cerveceria, and it is the Unfleek. Oh, and look at that can art right there. It's psychedelic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Uh, and uh, this is a 13% Imperial Stout. Whoo, bless it. Uh, with, <laughs> wow. With, 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 this is weird. It says dark sugars. I don't know how that differentiates it from other brown sugars, but it just says dark sugars and molasses. Well, the molasses is about as dark sugar as you get, so. Yeah, nothing darker than that. Let's take a look. This is going to be. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Dark sugar. That's no question. That is dark. That, and it's also, yeah. it's pouring slow. So it must be a thicker liquid too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pouring like motor oil out of the can. Yeah. 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 It's, it's thick with a, with a very subtle head. And yeah. So just the tiniest head. Yeah, oh, that's going to be. a chocolatey head on it there. Yeah. Right. There it is. A little caramelized brown foam there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's the nose on that light cap? It's um, exactly what, I mean, it definitely, the sweetness is really there. Uh, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's sweet, but not cloyingly so. I mean, mm. those sugars are there, but the stout like grounds it. It's, um, it's, it's leaving me somewhat speechless, but yeah. It's hey, well, good. that means it's a good beer then. So, you know, it's it. funny. This I, uh, someone recently suggested that maybe we, we start to reflect at the end of, not tonight, but uh at maybe sometime near the end of the year, reflect on our year in beer. Mm. Uh, and I was looking up some things and uh, it's funny. The first time I mentioned Stillwater on this show uh, was because they'd regularly been having big bunny on tap uh, mm. at uh, a story beer and cheese, but I inadvertently referred to them as Sweetwater, mm. which is a totally different brewery. Different brewery out of very Georgia. Yes. Out of Georgia. Very They're different. very good. 
I didn't, I didn't, and I, I was even more embarrassed about that when I realized I owned a little bit of stock in them. So oh. I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to put that something, you know, my own personal interest, but it's up for full disclosure. I should say that. Uh, well, but, if, so there is if it's a Georgia thing, as senators, that's, that's a normal thing to have insider trading. So, and when I was looking <laughs> wow. back, when I was, <laughs> yes, uh, when I was looking back even more on my year, there was one I had a couple months ago from Swiftwater. That's another one. Yeah. And I, yeah, so it's uh, but this one is Stillwater, uh, and it's uh, and and to to correct myself even more for my earlier mistake, this is probably my favorite of the three. But uh, nice, so, so that's that is a challenge to the other waters, so they will uh, step it up. You got um, Stillwater, and, and, and to to give a little bit of a shout out to our sponsor a bit. As I said, I was I was drinking Big Bunny, and they had this there. And they don't have this any there, but they right now have have Big Bunny in cans. Oh, nice! Okay. That uh, if you're if you're on uh, Dittmar's Boulevard in Astoria. And so we've got Stillwater. This this is Stillwater. Water. On, on yeah. <laughs> What's the other one in Georgia? That's the that is Sweetwater. Sweetwater. We got Stillwater, Swiftwater, Sweetwater, and up in Vermont we have Goodwater. That's one of our. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yep. That we, have, we have one last week from Goodwater. Exactly. Yep, New England. Like, New England take other, on the name. Are there any other waters? <laughs> Those are that covers the four, the four waters. Just all kinds of water everywhere. Yeah. I got to tell you, this is probably the best Dunkel I've ever had. I mean, it looked beautiful, and they that's call it a rustic dark lager. Mm-hmm. And it's only four point seven percent, but it's packed with flavor. It's just roasty. It's like very roasty and toasty. It's just delightful. Yeah, I love this this limoncello, and and you had it, Michael, yes. too. Um, and it's just delicious. And it said di- double IPA, and I thought it would taste a lot different, but it really does taste like a sour. And that lemon flavor is mm-hmm. so forward. Uh, and I love sour, so I was really excited. I wish I had more of them. <laughs> I should explore sours more. They, they're, I mean, my, mine has got a little bit of the touch of that sour, but they're such a unique thing. I find them to be a very divisive beer. Like people, people either love it or hate it because you, 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 you like your Berliner Weiss, but uh, we, we discussed in an earlier episode that you're not a fan of sour. I'm not. No, but you know, the, the sour beer, the sour beer really puts people into places because sometimes sours get really funky. Like they taste like, they yeah. taste like a, a cow rolled in it. And that's when I, I start to have, get questions about you know, the beer. Were like cilantro. Like I didn't really care for them. And then all of a sudden I craved it and I loved it. And I really like the Hudson Valley sours as well. Oh yeah. Sammy. Well, Great. if you're gonna do, if there there was a night of beer venging where I I attempted to, to sours and it was just unpleasant. Um, but it was a uh, grim, right? It was a grim. Yes, who are known, grim, yes. who are known for their sours, and I have I've been consistently impressed by their beers, but just could not get through their sours simply because I think it's a personal preference. That said, people out there love their sours and like go for it, but not my, not my jams. Well, What's next other beer. That's- What's that other beer that's sort of in the sour wheelhouse? You think it's Saison's? Uh, no, I'm not thinking no. of Saison's. Farmhouses. Well, the sour ale, we have the just a general sour ale. Then we have right. uh, Goza's, which are made with... Goza's. Oh, oh Goza's. And I do yeah. love a Goza. I will say, I do love a Goza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, will say, I will say one of the reasons I don't try that many sours mm-hmm. is because I, I sometimes have a bit of a prejudice against low ABV beers. Right, oh. like this one. Uh, if I have a good one, I like it very much. Well, I mean, and the and the the, the stout I had earlier before this 13%er was a 5%er. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> you would like that, though, generally uh, where yeah. I draw the line. Um, 
but uh, but so but but not only that, sours take so much work. That's true. They're often a lot more expensive than the other beers. Yes. Yeah. So I'm looking at that like, geez, do I want to pay eleven dollars for a three point eight percenter? Right, right. Well, this one, this one's eight. It better be good. Yeah. Okay. This one's eight percent, Captain. So oh, I, very good. I have the lowest beer of the night. I think at at four point nine percent, and and it's good. It's very good, but you know. No, this is yeah. four point seven. So oh, four point seven. All right. Hophead Hucks got me beat. I would definitely love to try that limoncello, Belgian. Boy. Just like yes, that uh, one year I spent in college. I have to be the lowest. So, well, it was one, but it was one full year because I will admit when I said I did two, I was rounding up. It was technically a full year, yes. Okay. Well, I told Hophead we were talking about we should take a Beer Avengers field trip to yes. go up to Greensboro or one of those areas and try all these amazing and Colorado and yes, <laughs> yeah, Matt, yeah. And we can all see each other and touch each other and be in places together again. Yeah, that all sounds wonderful. I don't know if you guys know about a brewery called Catskill Brewing. They have heard of them. They have, uh, they have uh, overnights. In cute cabins where you can get like six people to, to stay over. We were looking at it. The other, they're in Livingston Manor, New York. What? Yeah. Which is in the in the Catskills. And they have a couple of different uh, chalets or, or cottages that you can wow. stay in overnight right next to the brewery. Amazing. And, and you know, enjoy the, the Catskills as well as enjoying the brewery. So, yeah, that's something to look into. I, we, we started to look at it. I don't know if we looked at prices, but. They have these houses you can uh, house like six people for a weekend, you know, that kind of thing. We should yes. definitely do that. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll all Beer Avengers rooms, you know, it'd be great. Im- important meetings of the Beer Avengers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, is there anything uh, anyone wants to talk about with regard to their weeks in beer? Well, I wanted to throw something out because, you know, we're getting into the holiday season, right? And yeah. now and now is a time when we want to celebrate. And, and uh, you know, uh, one of, you know, my big connections with, with uh, my father has been through beer. And so I, I've been looking into beer gifts for people. And one of the things I wanted to just sort of throw out there is our friends at the New York City Brewers Guild are doing holiday boxes where you can get a specially, you can get specially curated boxes. Um, of different New York City beers um, sent to one of your loved ones. Uh, and so if you are looking for a beer gift, uh, nycbrewed.com uh, has got a really cool selection of different uh, beers that you can send to your the beer fan in your life. Oh, um, yeah, will they ship anywhere? And uh, yeah. I, I don't know how far they're shipping. I definitely know that they're shipping in New York City. I, I wound up getting my father something a little bit more local to him. Um, but okay. it, but it's got a lot of our favorites there, um, you know, that are part of the guild. Uh, and so... So if you are in, you know, our, our fair city or Connecticut or New Jersey, sort of in our local area, uh, check out, uh, check that out. If you want to send someone some beer to celebrate the holidays. What oh. a great idea. Neato. And speaking, yeah. speaking of uh, sending some love to some of our friends, uh, well, a couple of things. First of all, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but the new Alewife uh, Brewery and Tasting Room, Brewery and Tap Room uh, just opened about a week ago. Yeah, where is the, where's that located? Yeah, where is that? Remind us. It is, I'm so glad I wrote this down. Now that you're <laughs> right. It's, it's at 4111 39th Street in Sunnyside. Ooh, oh, nice. Sunnyside. Okay, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and they've got, they've got some of their outdoor seating stuff going on there, which is being a little disrupted this week because apparently this, uh, the Con Edison has some work they have to do there, which meant they had to tear up all the street where they had the outdoor seating set up. Oh. Uh, so, but, but they expect to Ouch. be back with that. I'm sure they're doing good takeout business there as well. Uh, but yeah, it's, right now it's primarily, 
I don't know if they're planning on staying with this even post pandemic, but right now they're, they are takeout and they're a tap room. And uh, I think they, if you're doing one of the outdoor seating, they have Sigmund's pretzels as well. Wow. Those are good stuff. Yummy. And, 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 and which, yeah, which a lot of uh, breweries uh, do a lot of tap rooms will have that. Uh, But in addition to that, I know they're talking to food trucks in the area to be stationed there. And they had some wonderful pictures on their Instagram about uh, some some local food trucks that were there where you could uh, use uh, if you want if you're hungry for a little more than a pretzel. Very good. Uh, and the other one is about our friends at Curtain Up. Yeah, uh, that we talked about a lot. Which uh, I also I'm, I'm they, they're they've been giving us a lot of attention on our social medias as well. Uh, also, I'm very very feel very, I, uh, we're very supportive of this project. This is the project we talked about before. That is a beer to benefit the performing arts mm-hmm. uh, uh, about uh, going, going out to breweries everywhere. Well, the news I have here is that Gun Hill just debuted their version of it this week. Oh, cheers. It's Gun Hill's recipe. Uh, and their, theirs is available now. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. It's definitely available from the brewery. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, if uh, pressure your, your local, uh, your local businesses uh, to carry it because it's really mm-hmm. helpful uh, the, it's not 100%, but I know that a lot of money's going the, the, on Gun Hill. I said, I think it said that their, their, the proceeds were going to actors fund, uh, and another charity, another local charity be to be named. Now did, awesome. did Gun Hill started the curtain up. Is that, is that right? Gun Hill started it, uh, in collaboration with the happy hour guys, uh, or the, they're, 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 they do a web series, uh, where they a video web series where they go to breweries and bars and that sort of a thing. And there are a couple of Broadway guys uh, they, right. that they collaborated yeah. with, uh, with, uh, with Gun Hill. They'd done a Hamilton themed beer called the spirit of 76. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they were yes, working yes. with a whole like series of Broadway themes. So it was just a natural fit that they jump into that thing. You know, that, um, that gets overlooked that Hamilton beer. I mean, that was a huge, it huge was. show and Gun Hill actually collaborated with the show to make a yeah. beer. That's yeah. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Because <laughs> Hamilton, everybody knows Hamilton, but nobody knows about the 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 Gun Hill beer. I mean, we do in New York, maybe, but around the well, country, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't honestly don't know how much outside of New York City people have Gun Hill. Oh no, yeah, uh, not too much. But, but but as we mentioned before, um, to catch you up a little bit, uh, Belgian Blonde, uh, they what they did was. They they made this recipe for this IPA, this hazy IPA, available to other breweries. Anyone who wants to make this beer, mm-hmm. uh, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, really. Um, this is a, a. It's not the first time something like this has been done. The most notable one was Black is Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they basically said any brewery that wants to do this, uh, use our recipe. You can tweak it. You can tinker with it. You can make your own version of it. But use this as the base recipe. Use this label. Um uh, and donate the proceeds of it to your local performing arts organizations. Oh, that that's is- fantastic. Yeah. Very cool. And how, how involved was Hamilton with like who, who was involved from I well the, the Hamilton wasn't involved specifically in this okay. one. It's just that the people, the guy the guys who who the happy hour guys, they're Broadway actors. Mm. Oh, um, okay. And so, so they're the ones who got Gun Hill on board with the Hamilton beer in the first place. I think. I think it was e- either they brought the idea or they cross promoted it or something like that. And so they're sort of leading the charge with this one as well. 
but, yeah, uh, but the, the Broadway Brood pro- uh, project, I think, is what they call it, right? Because I know that a couple of others have done some like Broadway collaborations, which is very cool. And, yes, that's what they were calling that series yeah, of beers. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Oh, I think the deal was that they were just getting started on that series of beers, right? Um, when Broadway shut down, so they sort of channeled all their resources yeah. were from the series of beers they were going to make into Curtain Up. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That. And, that, and for those of you who listened to this episode before, we're sorry if you're getting too much uh, information again, but it's it, it bears repeating. Oh, they, yeah, think- so many people just shut it off just now. Yeah. Yeah, but I think did. this like, time we you heard about this already. When you get it, your actors, you're special. Sorry, let's let the Belgian blonde speak. Yes, please. I was just gonna say, I think this time of year, people are really looking for for things like that. Uh, what Ethan was talking about, mm-hmm. gifts that support local businesses, mm-hmm. and in this case, that are supporting you know local theater. Um, I think that's so important to get the message out there that they can get something they really like, like we all love beer, and also help support people that that are hurting right now. I think that's great. Yeah. And- and I did want to follow up. I did discover that you they are shipping out of state. It's a specific number of states. So check out uh, nycbrew.com if you want to get some New York City beer sent to your near and dear. Yeah, neat. Nice. That That's what I noticed with the, the shipping uh, craze. No, it's not a craze, mm-hmm. but a lot of breweries are shipping now. Uh, any like of these, like I see like, like for example, foam brewing in, mm-hmm. in Vermont. They're like, we'll ship to Virginia, we'll ship to D.C., we'll ship to uh, uh, New York, New York. No, not New York. <laughs> like, there's no one <laughs> ships to New York. Only same New York. Thing with the, New York. The same thing with the brewery. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're in Placent, Plac- not Placenta, uh, Placentia, <laughs> California. Uh, they're a great brewery. I didn't realize that they had an operation in D.C. Oh, okay. They're, they're both in, in, uh, in California and D.C., but I know the DC won't ship to New York. Yeah, they won't ship yeah. to New York. It's like uh, we've been talking about this at our at our job about about prohibition and yep. since prohibition, there's so many rules on the books about alcohol, and it's so hard to get those rules changed. And shipping across state lines is just such a racket. But the- which makes it even that much more incredible how much within New York, how many of those restrictions they listed they yeah. lifted. So local breweries could could do all of this. Yeah, yeah. you can get Hudson Valley shipped mm-hmm. to to your home. Uh, you can get a lot of these local, uh, like uh, Grim, uh, Other Half, Finback, all these ones. Oh, yeah. it, Gun Hill is one of the all. Yeah, Gun Hill ships. Yeah, they'll ship to your yeah, home. Yeah, and, and the only negative about any of this is that I feel like I'm starting to see less of those ones at some of my bottle shops. <laughs> because they're doing so much business shipping. I'm like, yeah. well, I guess if I want to get Gun Hills, uh, oh, they have a really great looking uh, new one, uh, new stout, uh, Puerto Rican stout. You saw yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So good. It's uh, it's based on a Puerto Rican cocktail, and I, I can't think of the name yeah, of it right now. Yeah, a lot now. of coconut in it. But yeah. it looks amazing. Uh, oh, was that the, was that the, was that the first Coquito? one we talking about? Talk Is amongst yourselves. I'll find it. He'll find it. Uh, yeah, so like... I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if like, do I wait for a story of beer and cheese to get those? Or do I have to like, cause there's like a $40 minimum, which is, it doesn't take long to get there. You get three, four packs and you're basically there. Uh, and they and have a wide variety to... of styles too, up at gun. They do. Uh, but uh, there's another one. Big Alice has one I'm dying to try called the uh, Bodega Breakfast Stout. Mm. I keep seeing pictures of that. I like, okay, the next day it's a little warm. I'm going to get on a bike and go to Big Alice and bring home some of that. Yeah, it's called the uh, Puerto Rican Noggin 
Coquito Stout. Oh, it's got a see Belgian label. blonde. Yeah, no things. Exactly right, Belgian blonde. <laughs> the thick, creamy, chocolatey, dark roast coffee notes at the forefront that meld into a complex coconutty sweet. Whoa! I mean, you're making me want to walk across mm, the bridge right now. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like dessert. Sounds yeah, delicious. I'm ready. Finished with an aromas <laughs> of vanilla, cinnamon, and a dash of rum. Oh, and it's uh, what's the ABV on that? Uh, I'm not finding it. I think the answer is a lot. Probably. <laughs> I'm gonna no. guess eight point seven. Uh, doesn't say, does it? It's weird on on the gram. It doesn't say. Yeah. It might be on the can, but hey, you know what? It's going to be great either way. They make great. Oh, I, I also did remember um, another correction I wanted to make from last week. I mean, I, I, I definitely uh, made it clear the cold Just open. Just put it on, in on the, the intro, episode. the cold open. Yeah. There's that one. Yeah, the one I did. Oh, but I do want to say this again, because uh, last week we were talking about holiday beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I mentioned the Sour Monkey, uh, forgetting that Triple, Triple Man had had it the week before. Yes. Uh and I realized that that was the reason it was in my brain and why I said the wrong thing. I wasn't talking about the sour monkey. I meant to say the merry monkey. Oh, what's the merry monkey? Oh, what's the merry monkey? The yeah, merry monkey is sort of the holiday version of the sour monkey oh, with cranberries yeah. by Victory. Yes, it's, it's a Victory Victory's version of Victory's winter thing is the merry monkey. I had not heard of that till now. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So you see, I shouldn't have waited till the cold open. You, you, well, you would have heard it anyway. You're, would, you're, you're one of our. When I look at our downloads, I'm like, how many of this is is us? But I'm glad we're doing it. It's, uh, and I'm, I'm glad all the people out there are doing it, and and I'm glad, I'm grateful for all of our listeners. Uh, and once again, if you have any questions, any feedback, any things you want to see in a future show, by all means, feel free to reach out to us uh, on social media at the beer Avengers, and you can reach us at, at on that and facebook and uh instagram and twitter um beer wonder did you get the thing i sent you about uh about the blog i did work we'll work that out in just a bit so okay still, we're, we're still at our we're, we're yes but we're still at our old location for the moment and that old location okay. is the, the old location is beervengersblog.wordpress.com um, that is for your most comprehensive list of all things uh, Beer Avengers. Uh, all of our all of our poor picks. You can stream all of the episodes, and it has even our old blog post from 2014 on. Oh yeah, the classic. And, uh, yeah, um, Belgian Blonde. Did you have any 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 other things about your weekend beer aside from your trip to Connecticut and uh, and picking up that wonderful beer you brought us tonight? No, I've I've been enjoying the transition into winter these past few days and, and thinking about good winter beers that to pair with food. Um, I've been drinking a lot of stouts and things like that, so it's been really nice. Mm. Did did everyone enjoy the snow today, or did I, everyone see it? I saw it. I did briefly see. It. I opened my window and got a little bit of it in my apartment, but I did not go I did. out. And it's funny. I, I, had, I had my it. curtains closed when it started because I was uh, I was doing a workout and watching uh, a TV show, so I wanted the sun to be gone. And then as soon as I finished, I opened the curtains and there's the snow that didn't register it all on the ground. But so we got our first, uh, first snow in New York. Yeah, we saw it. We saw it uh, accumulate on a couple of windshields outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for a full time. blanket of snow. If it's going to be cold. Oh, me too. Other beast Commit though. to the bit. Commit. Absolutely. We're stuck inside anyway, so we might as well have a nice snowfall outside. Yeah. 
Chris. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to, yeah, we, we don't, we don't get enough of that. And uh, yeah. There you go. Um, well, I, uh, Belgian blonde. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank so you so much for having me. It was yeah, so much fun. Thank you. Fun for us as well. Please come back anytime. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I, I see that Huck is clutching the old uke there, which means we're just about ready to wrap up uh, and thank all of you for listening and come back next week. And uh, yeah. Do we and, have anything planned for next week? Uh, I think we're going to drink some beer. <laughs> Let's leave we're it there. Yeah. It, it's going to be a great show. And, uh, and, and, and um, I think we're going to have a guest. Don't Another beer Avenger. We will have a, yes. That's we'll often how that another, works. Uh, I, we'll eventually start having beer vengers to be, but for now we're going to continue with our guest beer vengers and I'll explain the distinction in a future episode. So something for you to, to hold out for. Uh, but until then, uh, Huck, why don't you play us out? Thanks everybody. Great, great show. Thanks. All right, here we go. What were the beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Avengers.